Hi guys, it's your host Sam Evans and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesigned. So as you saw from my most recent post on Instagram, I had to take a break. I had to go and do my own thing and get through the craziness of life that these past few weeks have brought me. If you didn't see the post, it's basically just giving you a reminder that taking a break from what you're doing to kind of like find the right path or find your passion or find you know what you really love to do is very important when it comes to yeah figuring out what you want to do and what makes you happy so long story short these past couple weeks just to give you guys a quick update I graduated from college I flew back home to go and see my family and meet my niece for the first time. And that was absolutely amazing. I love spending time with my family and just being home. And then I flew back to Chicago, was here for a couple days. My boyfriend graduated, which was awesome. So we got to hang out with his family for a little while. And then I flew to Kansas City for a travel conference. And then I flew back to Chicago after a couple days of being in Kansas City for that conference. So I have honestly just been all over. So Florida to Rhode Island to Chicago to Kansas City back to Chicago. And now my brother is here visiting. So we're taking him around the city and things have just been insane. And as you heard in the last episode, I just got my laptop back this week, which is why I obviously, you know, haven't been putting out episodes or really doing much with the podcast just because I had so many other things that I was doing at once. Um, But I'm back and I have tons of new episodes for you guys that I am very excited for you to hear. So this episode is all about work-life balance and figuring out what career path is right for you and how long it actually takes to figure that out because right now we talk about this through the episode of the fact that there's so much pressure for us for us to figure things out right out of college and I'm interviewing Kristen in this episode and she's like what I was doing when I graduated college has nothing to do with what I'm doing now and that just seems to be the common theme of everybody that I've interviewed is like things change career paths change your interests change your passion changes like life changes and that goes to say that you don't really need to have things set in stone all the time and as you continue to try things that's how you figure it out that's how you find your passions and what makes you truly happy so I'm very excited for you guys to hear this episode I met Kristen at Wanderfest in New Orleans this was the first travel conference that I went to and she was actually selling her jewelry so she has her own business called Lux Rev where she makes hand handmade jewelry she is the designer she's the one that hand makes it and she's the one that sells it so she does it all and when I had first met her I knew I I immediately knew that I wanted her on the podcast just because of her energy and the way that she loved talking about her business I feel like you know when somebody loves what they do when they can't stop talking about it you know and she loved what she, she loves what she does and that just makes me really happy that she found her passion and she talks about what her path looked like to get to this point and I just think that that's something that everybody can you know learn from and and it's important to hear it's important to hear different perspectives and how not everybody's life goes exactly as planned and that's kind of the misconception that we all have when we graduate college or at least the misconception that I have so without further ado I know you guys have been waiting for this so let's get right into the episode Thank you. 
Hey, Kristen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for being on. I know there was like a lot of last minute cancellations and reschedulings, but I'm glad we made it. I am too. Sorry about that. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, me too. As you know, like all this stuff going on with my laptop, it got a virus and then it just like would not turn on. I couldn't get past like a certain screen and now it'll cost more than like what that what the laptop is actually worth. I'm like, this just sucks. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That technology is such, do you know how you got the virus? Do you know how? No. So literally I was just charging my laptop and then I went to go open it up and turn it on and it wouldn't turn on. All there was, was like a message on the screen. And I'm like, okay, I'm tech savvy, but not that tech savvy. Like I had no idea. What was the message? It said something like, updating, like do not turn power off, something like basic. So I was like, oh, I'll give it a couple minutes, whatever. Literally like five or six hours went by, still said the same thing. I like took it to a guy and he was like, oh, like this shouldn't be a problem. Like it'll just be whatever this much to fix. And then he texts me the next day and he's, hey, so like, did you have important things on that laptop? I'm like, that is the worst thing I wanted to hear right now. Oh, I hate that. You're making me think I should probably upgrade my computer. No, literally, (laughs) or at least like back up your stuff or something. This was like a huge like lesson learned. I'm like never doing that again. (laughs) Totally, totally. Well, so for anyone that doesn't know, obviously, me and Kristen met at this travel conference called Wanderfest. So like we were complete strangers about a month ago and now here we are on a podcast episode (laughs) together. Love it. (laughs) Right, right. So if you want to tell the audience kind of like your story and kind of like the travel feel, but also how you started your own business and things like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, basically I started making jewelry just as a fun hobby, you know, like I think most people probably do. Right. And then it just slowly progressed. I was doing like a ton of just backpacking, traveling. This was like years ago, back in like 2008, before all the fancy phones and everything. But I was collecting fun, like stones on my journeys, just and like whatever materials getting inspired by like different places, different architecture, you know, everything, different textiles, different, you know, what the, the, everybody has every place you go, even like in the U S I feel like there's different styles, right? Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. So just kind of like collecting stones and materials from those places and kind of getting inspired and just doing it as like total hobby back then. And then I went, I started grad school for physical therapy. Mm -hmm. So I had to put my my travels on hold. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Never. I know it's always so hard. Yeah. And so then in PT school, you know, just being a broke college student, you know, in grad school, I was broke. And so I just needed, but I also had like very limited time. So I couldn't really get a part-time job. And so I decided, you know, a lot of my friends encouraged me to start selling my jewelry a little bit. So I did. And then it wasn't until I actually graduated PT school and started working as a physical therapist that I kind of slowly started to like evolve the I guess put actually a brand to my right right you were just kind of like selling it on the side (laughs) like no big deal (laughs) totally like it was like little pop-ups that my friends would come to and then and then I did get into one boutique up up in Park City that was like the first boutique I ever got into and but yeah it was just like Kristen's jewelry I didn't really have anything like no logo no brand like no and then yeah and then it just slowly evolved you know I started just really 
enjoying it more and more and more. And just kind of, I put obviously the name Lux Rev. Lux is Latin for light and Rev is French for dream. So it was kind of like, this is lighting my dreams, my passion, you know, that sort of thing. So that's when it became, that was probably, I don't even know, back in 2013, 2014. And it, and then it slowly, slowly evolved because it was my side hustle. So yeah. And I I just went full-time back 2021 was the first year I was full-time, completely full-time doing, doing it. So it was a very slow process. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, I feel like I feel like that's like the reality of starting a business, you know, is because like when you hear a podcast, a lot of people talk about how their business just blew up overnight and like, you know, it was kind of an overnight success. Whereas the people that you don't really hear from is the ones that it took them, you know, years of like figuring things out and maybe like messing up. And and, and that's like the reality of starting a business is it really it's like very slim chances that it will blow up overnight or it will like become a full-time thing, at least when you first start. And that's kind of like what everyone thinks would happen when they start a business. Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You can, you know, tiptoe into the, into the water, right. With your business. Like you don't have to jump in full, full on. (laughs) Exactly. And it it probably takes like, I mean, I don't personally have my own business. The podcast is kind of as close to, I guess, a business as I have right now for like a little side thing. But were you like scared of starting, like of going full time or even just like kind of creating it? Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I, well, I still, honestly, still today, there's so many struggles, you know, I still day to day, it's a, it's a constant roller coaster of ups and downs, like anything. And yeah, there's days when I think, oh, do I need to go back and get a full-time job? And then, and then, you know, you push through and then you're like, no, no, yes, this is good. This is working, you know, you know, and you're so grateful, but it was really scary. I did a lot. I mean, I was somewhat strategic way, I guess, even though it was very slow. I mean, I slowly shifted my, so, you know, full-time PT, like very small Lux Rev, and then like part-time PT, more Lux Rev. Then I went to just like on-call work as a PT, and then a lot of Lux Rev until then I fully went in, right? So I kind of like, again, I eased my way into it, which for, yeah, somewhat, you know, so it's, it was a lot easier to take the leap, I guess, eventually, you know, but it took a while to gain that confidence. And yeah, I still struggle too with just the, you know, I mean, being a creative, I think sometimes we are so hard on ourselves. So I always am like, am I good enough? Oh my God, do people like my stuff? Oh no. Like, you know, you're always doubting yourself. You're always looking at others and comparing yourself and thinking, gosh, my stuff's my stuff's not good enough. There's just so much, you know, better, whatever. And that's hard. But I think if you truly love it, you can't really stop (laughs) doing it. You know what I mean? Like if it's truly your passion, then it's like, I guess it outweighs all those doubts, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) And I feel like it's going to be on your mind so much that even if you did stop, you would probably pick it back up again at some point, you know, even more just because it's like, if something is for you, it's it's going to keep pushing, you know, it's going to keep making you like want to continue. But what you were saying about like comparison, especially in the business world, when you first started, I mean, I don't really know like exactly when social media started becoming like this huge, you know, platform for businesses and things like that. But in 2013, obviously it was nothing compared to what it is now. And And not to say that back then you weren't comparing yourself, but now it's so easy for you to just look up like 
jewelry businesses. And then you all of a sudden you see somebody with like 20, 30, 40,000 followers, you know, selling out every drop that they have and things like that. And it's so much easier to compare yourself and, and not just in business, but like in life too, which is kind of crazy to think about that. Like, Oh yeah. We're all constantly comparing ourselves to others. Totally. And you know, and you got to remember a couple things with that. One is try not to compare yourself to others because you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, they may look super successful and at the end of the day, maybe they're, maybe they do have a ton of sales, but their profit isn't really that, right. that good, right? Like that sales and, and profit are very different things. <laughs> yep. And then also, you know, just remember to try to look, at least when I get down on myself, I try to look back at like when I first started and, and then it's like, wow, like, wow, I have come a far way. Like, yeah, okay. I'm not where they are or where I think they are and where, you know, I want to go, but I, but look at where I have gone, like where I was and now where I am at and like, see that progress. And I think that's like the best way to kind of like, just compare yourself to yourself. right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's kind of the only comparison that I feel like you should be doing. They always say like, try to be better than the person that you were yesterday. They never say try to be person, try to be better than the person that you're sitting next to or the person that, you know what I mean? Like you should only really be like comparing yourself to yourself. Totally. Yep. Yep. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Have you found being an entrepreneur, maybe this is just assumption or, or like a stigma around it, but you said that you kind of like put your traveling off to go to school and kind of do all of that. Would you say like starting your own business has allowed you to travel more or has it like taken up even more of your time or like a little bit of both? Kind of a little bit of both. Like when I was doing like the part-time PT, so I still had steady income coming in, but I had more flexibility with time. I was traveling probably more and that was also pre-COVID, right? And then, and going, and then going all in, and definitely, obviously my, my budget got a lot, you know, I had to be, a, I have to be a lot more strategic and yeah, careful and planned out with like my spending, obviously, because, you know, cash flow is, is an issue for a lot of businesses, but, but that being said, and it's COVID, right? So, or I guess hopefully we're getting out of it, but, but I would say that it was kind of both because, well, so for me, for traveling was kind of my goal and I, and I'll get back to it. Like I haven't done it since COVID, you know, but pre-COVID, I, my goal was kind of to at least travel to like one new exciting place and create like a limited collection based on like, oh, I like that. The style, the vibe, the stones or the materials that I would like get while I was there. So I did like, I did a Baja collection. I did a South Africa collection and I did a Bali collection. I still have, and actually I haven't sold out of them. (laughs) So, but they, yeah, so that was like super fun. And so I did, you know, I kind of did one a year and that was like really exciting. I've learned a lot on how to like, you know, go moving forward. It will be fun to do that again. Cause I learned a lot about like, you know, just launching a collection and, and marketing it and stuff. So that will be fun to kind of, and like, you know, be able to tell the story better, you know, now that there's so many more tools available too, which is amazing, you know, with just with the iPhone in general, like you can do so much. Oh my God. I know (laughs) sometimes it's like overwhelming. 
Yeah, totally, totally. So that will be fun. And then the other way I kind of incorporated travel is just, so I bought like a camper van and I was living out of it actually for a bit, but also like, so I'd go and I'd do these big like markets and art festivals and stuff. And so I'd kind of hit the road and do little tours in a sense. So one summer I was on the road for about a month and actually that's, and that's when I found my camper van actually, but was on that trip. But yeah, so it was like every, so it was kind of like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I had like a three-day show Then I had a show in Montana and then I went through Idaho and did some pop-ups and wholesale stuff and and then a show in Washington. So it was kind of like, so that's like a fun way to kind of incorporate travel too, is to do like fun events, you know, and be able to, yeah. So I love that too. And then you get to meet people from all over. Oh, well, well, that's why I was in New Orleans and met you. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. (laughs) So yeah, it was fun, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy that like, as when you take off your main focus is to go in and sell your jewelry and kind of like, you know, set up your booth and things like that. But along the way, the amount of people that you meet, I feel like that's like an amazing way to incorporate like travel with your business too, is because the connections that you make traveling are just like, you can't really make that anywhere else. I know I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it <laughs> because it's so true. You know, when you travel, you know, you're with people for this very small, but intense in a sense, like it's, you know what I mean? Like, like time period. And, and it's, a, and it's exciting. Cause it's all, like, you're doing it together and you're sharing these moments and seeing these new places like together and having these new experiences together. So it, it really does like bond you in a way that is so different than meeting somebody in your everyday routine, right? Like, and so, yeah, like the connections and the friendships like I've made through traveling, it's pretty special. It's pretty special for sure. I love that. (laughs) I know. I'm excited to kind of like pick things back up again. You know, I moved to Chicago at the beginning of this year and like, it's been great. And I've met a lot of people and make connections and stuff, but I feel like that like traveling bug is kind of (laughs) like coming back, you know, (laughs) (laughs) totally. I know. It always finds me. (laughs) Yeah. I remember my dad, he was like, I thought, cause I took from undergrad to grad school, I took three years off. He was like, I thought you were going to take a year off and try and get that travel bug out of you. It's been like three years now, Kristen, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, apparently <laughs> this is not something that's going away. Right. <laughs> it's an addiction for life. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. And, and only travelers can, can say that once you start, you really can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, where, where'd you go in between undergrad and grad? Like, did you do like backpacking thing or were you just kind of like solo tripping it everywhere? I did it uh, like a couple different things I did. So I was at that point in my life, I was cocktail waitressing at a <laughs> restaurant. And so, and it was, I lived in Bend, Oregon, or that's where I grew up. So it was, you know, we were kind of touristy season. So it would be like really busy in the summer, really busy for the winter and the snow. Cause it's like a little mountain town. Right. And so the spring and fall things would get super slow and they'd either have to like cut people's hours or do. So they were like stoked that I wanted to like leave, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so they were like, yeah, no problem. You always have a job when you come back. So it was like, okay, great. So I just like saved my money during like the high season. And then during the spring and fall, I would like go for like two to three months at a time. My longest actually was like five months, but. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. And so I just backpacked, you know, back then, like it was, things were so much cheaper. It was harder because, you know, you didn't have, you had to use like, go to like internet cafes, you know, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, like mom, I'm alive. So yeah. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> you know? It wasn't so immediate where like, you could like take a story, post it to your Insta and, you're, and everyone's like, okay, she's still good. Right. She's- right. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I did like, what was the first one was Europe. I did France, Italy, or like half of it, you know, not all of those right, countries, right. but, and then London and Belgium. And then, and then I did, what was after that? Oh, Southeast Asia. I did Thailand, Laos, Cambodia. And then, and then I did, so then the five month sense was kind of a little different. Like those were just backpacking through and having fun and yeah, being a total like tourist, you know, like in a sense, a traveler, you know, and then I went to Kenya and I did a little volunteering. So I like volunteered at an orphanage and was there and taught English and math. Oh my God. To the kids at the school. And that was like a two month, two and a half month thing. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then from there I went to Indo and just had fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the best way to do it. Get your like wholesome, wholesomeness out, volunteer a little bit, and then <laughs> go and travel and, and party a little yeah, at that point, it was like, I wanted some kind of purpose, you know, a little bit more like to the trip, you know, but, but yeah. So Yeah, no, that's awesome. Honestly, volunteering, like traveling is great and meeting people and all of that stuff. But like, when you volunteer, I feel like it just fills your heart so much, you know, like seeing different parts of the world and, and like different ways that people live and stuff. I remember I did a trip to Guatemala. It was only like a week, a week and a half. And we were like so far out of the city and nobody spoke English. Like we had a translator the whole time and things like that. But you like learn quickly that you don't really need to know the language to like connect with people. And it was just amazing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And and I think, yeah, when you get to get a little bit more off the beaten path and like, you know, immerse yourself more with the with the locals and the community and whatnot, you definitely you get to learn so much more about their culture and you get to, you know, like more of the real local foods. And it just teaches the, the amount of, of things I feel like I've learned and gained from those experiences were just like priceless, you know? Exactly. Exactly. It's incredible. Like I would love to, to do that again. I've looked at like a couple different like group group trips and things like that, or just like going by myself and just doing like my own kind of volunteering thing and just like I don't know I really like solo traveling and even group traveling is fun just because you get to meet like other people but just like being able to say that you did it like all by yourself is just like it's like self-fulfilling you know oh totally it's a huge it's always scary I've done yeah I've done all kinds of travel and the traveling by by yourself is it's scary even even all the times I have like you would think I'm not scared anymore but I still get a little scared and going to a new place and stuff but then once you do do it, it's really empowering. It, it makes you feel like, yeah, com- very confident and, oh, I can do that. I can right. do that. Like, you know, so that's good. Right, exactly. I just, I don't know if you saw it, but I just posted a reel the other night and because I was looking through videos and I found like one of the first videos I took getting on a plane for my first solo trip. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is so scary. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. And then I like compared it to a video of my most recent solo trip. And it's just like, of course, I still had those same like fearful feelings, 
Mm-hmm. But after that first one, it's kind of like, okay, I know I'm going to be scared, but it's going to be okay. And it'll like, it'll be amazing. I don't want to say it'll change your life, but it definitely is up there and having an impact. Totally. Totally. That's cool. I'm, I'm going to have to check out. My <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I could talk about travel forever. Me too. You know, you know, Me but <laughs> well, going back to your business a little bit more, just to talk about like work life balance. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I always think about starting my own business because I feel like I'm just like, I have that motivation. I just kind of have to figure out what I would want to do. But I always wonder, like, how you, how do I say it? Like, how ba- basically how to make make sure that work doesn't become your life like it doesn't take over how do you like separate it or do you not and is it kind of like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know kind of like all together as one <laughs> should we ask my family and friends what right. they <laughs> like I don't know maybe they, maybe they think that it it does it's my entire life I don't know I like yeah it is hard well and it's hard too when you're you're doing all the aspects of it too. You know, there was a point in time where I was able to, I was able to afford to hire a girl to kind of help, like help run the Instagram. Like I still had hands on, I still was like doing the DMs and like creating content, but she would post everything and she would do all that. And she'd create the captions and the hashtags and the, anyways, that sort of stuff. And it was, so it was really, it was, I was able to kind of step back and I felt like I had more of a work-life balance then, Yeah. <laughs> but, and she was fantastic. She was great. I, I hope that I can hire her again sometime <laughs> because she was wonderful, but, but just budget wise, other things came up and expenses and stuff. And so, but I, I think I like started my personal Instagram yeah. for one, <laughs> when I, when I had her doing that and that was fun just to have it. Right. Finally. Well, no, I remember when we first met, you were like, listen, I'm more active on my business Instagram than I am on my personal. Yeah. You're like, so just text me on there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, usually, right. Like, I mean, it depends. So it's a constant struggle, I guess, to answer that question. Like, and there's been, and I think that that's normal, right? We go through ebbs and flows with life, right? Like there's, so there's times when I'm doing during the first, the first quarter of every year is a lot slower for me business-wise since it's a handmade jewelry business, like, you know, three months of the year are pretty slow, like any probably retail, you know, or so I think then like I'm less active on the business and I'm more, you know, doing personal stuff and a little bit more checked out, which is fun. But, and then obviously, yeah, depending on like the time of year, right? Like the, you know, like the holiday season, and I'm more kind of like it's on like it's like my full-on life like I probably won't post anything on my personal for you know for a while but yeah it's I don't know I mean it's I think that's just you're always trying to find work-life balance in no matter what you're doing in life I think too right you're just trying to find that perfect little balance (laughs) yeah where you get your cup full of like everything you need perfectly you know what I mean right right exactly exactly but like you know talking about just prioritizing and things like that. Going back to like what we said at the beginning, if you love it, it like it's okay that it kind of like takes up more of you t- more of your time than than normal, you know? But yeah, like you said, it's kind of like even I mean, I'm graduating school now, but even with school I was like, okay, let me put my schoolwork away and actually have a life, you know? <laughs> I feel like now it just switches it switches to now my job and I'm like, okay, let me put work away for a little and <laughs> and have a life. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, honest, some days, some weeks, some months, like I don't really, I mean, I know I'm working, but because you love it, it's almost like doesn't even, it doesn't feel like you're working. Right. They say that the saying, you know, 
if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, you know, and that's a cliche for a reason because it's actually true. Like, I feel like that a lot, you know, (laughs) and it's a really great feeling. I was going to say that's like, I feel like that's a better feeling than being like, I have to work again, you know, or kind of like hating your job and, and things like that. Once you find that, that love for it, because let's be honest, like, unless you were born into it, we're going to have to work forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you got to have an income at, in some way or another. And the goal more is to actually like that form of income. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Cause then you're just, you're experiencing like gratitude. So yeah, much, you know, and then, and that's a pretty wonderful place to be at. Yeah, for sure. I think that's also why probably a lot of Gen Z and all of people like my age are like trying to start a business. I swear every time I open up like some form of social media, (laughs) someone else is starting a business. And it's like, we've kind of realized that we want to love our job so much that we'd rather like make it ourselves than than work for somebody else. Yeah. And I think, and there's a lot, I mean, there are obviously there's a lot of stress that goes into it. I mean, for sure. But yeah, I think figuring out what are your core values, you know, in life, if those align with you running your own business, then yeah, you should definitely go for it. Yeah. And do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, like you said, with the tools and stuff that are available, even just like you said, our phone, our laptop, like the internet, <laughs> it's like we could download a free app and start a business on there and call it a day and, and start making money, you know? Yeah, there's a lot. Yes, there's a lot of tools for sure. Yeah. Well, my last kind of question for you, or just like topic, I guess, is what advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> or to like all the people that we're talking about that that are trying to start their own business or travel or, or do both like me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One thing for sure, I would say is marketing and sales. Like I definitely, I still am trying to figure all that out, but I didn't have a clue and I still don't really. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Fake it till you make it right. Well, yeah. Well, one thing, I mean, I don't think people realize like, you know, you can have the best product out there. You could have the absolute whatever it is, like it could be the absolute best of what it is for what it is or, or something. But if nobody knows about it, how can they buy it? Or how can they, or if, if you have the best service out there that you're providing for something, but nobody knows about it, like, how are they going, you know, to sign up for it or, or, or whatnot? So, and vice versa, right. You could have kind of like one of the worst products out there and, but like, but you know how to market and sell it. So you are selling it all day long. You know what I mean? So I'm not, but, but that being said, so I think like, yeah, don't, when you're doing like your business plan, which like i never did cause it was a slow evolution of stuff, you know, but like write a business plan and make a huge budget for marketing and advertising and all that stuff and promotion because, and figure that into your costs, you know, that I, I didn't do that. <laughs> and so, you know, I didn't have a marketing budget because I didn't understand, you know, I didn't, anyways, I didn't understand that and how powerful that is and how important that is. And so I wish I would have probably done that. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm still trying to do that. Right. Right. It's a work in progress. (laughs) Yeah. So, but yeah, that's probably the number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. You answered it. Just like, what would you tell your younger self? Like, and just in general, not even in business terms, but like with life, you know, basically like, what have you learned in the past, like say like 10 years, you know, whether since you started the business or kind of like what got you to where you are today? Like, what do you wish someone told you? I also think like for me specifically, like I, with the physical therapy aspect, you know, there was a lot of guilt 
that I had around phasing out and going all in with Luxrev. Cause you know, I spent seven years getting my doctor in physical therapy that a lot of money, a lot of time I felt guilty for like not wanting to do it anymore. So then it, I kind of like, so that was hard on me. And I felt, I also felt like, okay, I, I spent all that time. Like I can't switch careers. Like I, I spent, I invested so much time and money into this. Like I can't, like I can't switch. So I think don't do like, you got to do things for the right reason, you know? So telling myself, like, if I could go back and be like, Hey, Kristen, you tried it. You know, it wasn't exactly what you thought it was going to be. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to stick with something just because you think you should, or, you know what I mean? If something's not working, don't do it, you know, like figure out what will. And obviously like, yes, we have to, you know, there are certain things like, you know, you have to sacrifice certain things sometimes to get to another place and you have, I mean, there's always going to be that, right. You know, you have to prioritize what's the most important to you and kind of like, you know, cause to have everything all at once is too, is probably hard. And, you know, have your dream job, your first job is very unrealistic. Right. But just knowing that like trying different ways, there's no problem in trying a lot of different things to figure it out. And there's also what you want to do. And then there's also, there's like, don't ever feel like you need to keep doing something just because it's the only thing you know how to do, or you invested so much time or energy. Like that's what I would, I would definitely say, like, it's never too late to start something new and you should always be doing something that at least like brings you joy and to a, you know what I mean? Like it, it's checking the boxes for in some ways, right. You know, for yourself. So. Right. And I think if you, you might, you know, feel guilty or have regrets about spending all of that money on school, but like that experience, you know, you were meant to live that experience at that time, you know, and that's kind of how I feel like I, I like to tell myself is okay. You know, in 10 years, I'm probably not going to be you know, doing what I think I'm going to be doing in 10 years. But the right now is kind of like what your main focus should be, because like, this is what you're supposed to be experiencing now. Yeah. And like with Lux Rev, like, so now knowing all this, I guess, if I get to a place where I am not excited to get up and like work on, on Lux Rev, and if I'm feeling like drained and dread and stuff like that, well, then maybe it's time to switch and that's okay. And I know that now I know. And I think I would be able to tap into that and like recognize that and make the switch or transition a lot faster than maybe what I did with like the physical therapy. Cause yeah, you know, fear shouldn't stop you from doing something you love, you know? And yeah, no, I like that. I think that's a a great thing to, to live by. Not even like if you're starting your own, if you want to start your own business or if you want to travel, but like any sense of life, you know, making these big changes or starting your own business or, or trying to figure life out. It's like, it's all scary. <laughs> like, you know, no one, like I've learned, I mean, obviously I'm still very young, but like throughout the past year or so, even just moving to a new city, it's like, nobody actually knows what they're doing. Everyone just kind of tries, everyone just tries to like figure it out and eventually something works. And that's like something that I like to think about a lot is just like, okay, I'm not alone in the sense that like, I have no idea what I want to do. Exactly. We're all trying to figure it out and it can change, you know, it can change through life, right? Like, you know, like chapters, I guess, in your life where you do something and it works for that period in time. And then maybe you transition into something totally different and, and that works for that 
period of time, you know, so you don't have to have it all figured out. No one does at all. And, and there's no right or wrong, right? Like what's right for me might not be right for you. And, you know, so yeah. So you just kind of have to just try to really be being honest with yourself. Hard to do, but you know, like trying to take all those bias all those things out, what people, you know, what you think you should do or what people think you should do or da, 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 like all those things, take that away and just like really try to be honest with yourself about what you want. Cause it might not be, you know, it might not be what everybody else around you wants and that's okay. That's totally fine, but you just got to figure it out. And then, you know what I mean? And not be afraid to, to go for it. Yeah. And like, just do everything for yourself, you know, not in the sense of being selfish, but just like the decision, you know what I mean? The decisions that you make are going to affect your life, you know, and it's okay if, if somebody else might not agree with you, but you'll eventually figure out if it was the right decision or not, you know? Yeah, exactly. Totally. Well, just to go along with that theme, it's a little off topic. Did you see the movie everything everywhere all at once? No. Okay, so it's this new movie out. Like, I think it came out like last week or a couple weeks ago. And I just saw it last night. And it's like, you need to watch it. It's exactly what we're talking about right now. And it's about like how every little, little decision that you make, it changes like the entire trajectory of your life. And it's kind of like, (laughs) like an out of body. I don't want to say out of body experience. It's something that you don't really think about on the daily basis. Like when you make a decision, say to like go get coffee or sleep in and then go do something like you sleeping in versus you waking up that tiny little decision, like changed your entire life. I don't know. It's very, it's definitely like dramatized. But there's like a lot of like life lessons and just like, like things that you wouldn't experience. It's called everything everywhere all at once. Is it on? Is it like streaming or what? How is it out in the movie theater? Yeah, right now it's in theaters. I assume that like Netflix or something will pick it up. But yeah, it's just like exactly what you were saying. I was just thinking about the movie just because I saw it last night. But but yeah, it just talks about it's okay that, you know, you might not know the deci- whether you the decision that you're making is right or wrong because the opposite decision that you thought could have been right could have been wrong. You know, like you never know. Exactly. And then it's the same thing. Like if you fail at something, which I've made so many mistakes trying to grow Lux Rev, and I'm going to continue to make a lot of mistakes moving forward, but those mistakes, if I wouldn't have made them would not have forced me to grow and to, force. you know, I mean, mistakes and doing things that you fear and all of that thing, all of that is it's good because making you grow. Like if we do the same thing every day and we don't try to step out of our comfort zone and then we're never going to grow or evolve. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be the best choice we ever make, or it could be still the best choice because now we know we don't want to do that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's all eventually it all becomes a learning experience, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. I'm so glad that we got to make this work and that we met and I know me too, you know, shared a connection in our travels and things like that. I know. I hope that our paths will cross in, in real life again. Right. Right. <laughs> One day Yeah. I'll be like, Oh my God, wait, I, I know you from somewhere. Like I'll see you like <laughs> out somewhere. Oh my I gosh. Know. Oh yes. Well, I wish you luck with the business and traveling and everything like that. And I definitely hope that we cross paths again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And right back at you. Wishing you all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode back from my little podcast break that I had to go on. But I'm very happy to announce that I will be continuing two episodes a week until further notice. Um, So definitely get ready for that. There will be another episode up this week and two more episodes every week to come. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast and the new episodes coming out, don't forget to follow the Instagram at Lifestyle Redesign Podcast. And if you guys want to stay up to date with my life or get in touch with me, you can DM me on Instagram at Sam Evans Travel or send me an email at Sam Evans Travel at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you.